Good afternoon, baseball fans. It is Monday, November 27th. Um, I am Susie. This is Bourbon and Baseball, and we have a very special guest for you today. I know that the hot stove is, is, is stoving, and it is hot, but there is still baseball going on, guys. I don't know if you know this or not. Um, KBO stuff is here. It's here to stay. Lots of players are coming over, and I have a very special guest uh, with me today. This is Odelfer. Say hi. What's going on, everyone? There you go. So he's over there. We're going to do um, this whole entire episode about KBO, how he got started on liking the teams, liking KBO, all of that fun stuff. If you've ever been interested in the KBO stuff, this is the episode for you. So welcome, Odelfer. Thank you so much for joining me today. I appreciate that. Sorry about the technical difficulties earlier. No worries. It's all good. All part of the show. Right. Um, oh, before we start, I'm so sorry. I forgot to give you guys the warning. This is a rated R podcast, uh, mainly for the adult language, because I have a potty mouth. Um, so if there's tiny ears listening or, you know, if that's not your jam, then that is OK. I typically try and tone it down um, with guests. But, you know, if you hear an errant like F word or a cuss word, just I apologize. I don't have a swear jar, but, you know, that's that's why we put the explicit warning on the podcasts so that you guys know ahead of time. So with that said, we will kind of jump right in, um, Odelfer. And can you tell me how you got into KBO? Like I said, when I when you hopped on, I was like, I don't know why I expected you to be a Korean guy. <laughs> so it all started as probably most people in the US got into it, which would be in 2020 when there was no MLB on TV. Uh-huh. Um, so what's kind of crazy is I this might shock some people who 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 know me. I actually don't really like baseball that much. I don't really watch baseball. I just it's easy for me to follow along. So like for example, I'm a Yankees fan. I probably watch like 20 games a season. Like I barely watch, but I know like okay. the whole roster. I follow it. I know what's going on. But the actual watching, I can't sit and watch like a nine inning game at this point. Okay. I don't like the like if I like the roster, I will watch. But anyway, that's another story. But so are I'll you watch telling me that? Are you telling me that you don't like the Yankees roster currently? Yeah, I don't like the roster. It was built <laughs> really bad. But that's a whole other that's a that's a that's a whole other episode. That's a whole other, you know, hour episode on its own that I can get into. But to go back, um, I've always had interest in the Japanese league because they they post a lot of players in the majors, like Masahiro Tanaka, one of my favorite Yankees of the past. Um, he was fun to watch. So um when I heard that they were putting the KBO on TV, I didn't really know much about it, but I said let me try to get into this because I know the league's coming up and they're going to be posting guys to the majors coming up soon. And I was like, this is cool. Let me get into it. Um, one thing that I like is, for example, like the World Cup for soccer. And it's like you only get a certain amount of, you know, players from your country. So you can't just choose whoever you want. So I like to see can a smaller nation with like one guy carry a team kind of like in the KBO, you get three foreigners. So it's like, can these three guys help out your team enough to lead you to a title. And this is what makes cool stories in the KBO, kind of like Eric, like Eric Fetty. If he wasn't the one at all, that would have been incredible. Go back. You said, so I didn't realize that that was a rule. Is that, is that a rule? Like each so, team yeah, so you is get only allowed to have. Okay. It's, it's either two batters and a pitcher or the opposite. You can't do three and zero. It has to be two and one of either type. And oh. um, majority, it's always two pitchers. Um, foreign batters are usually... Uh, less successful um so that's why teams tend to go with pitchers too why is that pitchers why are, um i why think i think successful? it's that um i'm i'm not exa- i 
I think maybe it's because in Korea, uh, there's a lot of pitchers, less so throwers. So for them, um, if they're not necessarily an established bat, they might struggle more because these are really good pitchers. They just don't throw too hard. So if if you're so they're like uh, deceptions, good accuracy is good, all that stuff. And that's why the pitchers do well, because if you throw like 95 in the majors, that's like average. But if you throw 95 in the KBO, now you're throwing above average because, you know, there's some guys that are starting to throw like the younger guys are throwing 95 plus. But in the past, it wasn't like that. So if you throw like 95, that's like throwing 97 plus equivalent to like the majors, which is harder to hit. So I think that's why pitchers do better, because you can get away with making bad pitches if you can throw harder. You can get like ahead of the count and that type of stuff. So, um, yeah, so I was I got into the KBO in 2020. There was nothing else on TV, uh, no Major League Baseball anyways. And I was like, this is really cool. Um, let me, you know, really get into it. Um, I gave every team a shot. It took me about a month um, until uh-huh. I picked my team. I wanted to give every team a fair shot. Um, and I wound up being an NC Dinos fan. I didn't, I didn't know any history about if they were good, bad, the roster. All I knew is that uh, Na Sung Bum, um, who was supposed to come to the majors, which is one reason why I chose him, I was like, He's supposed to come to the majors, Scott Boris client. Um, oh, okay. But he kept getting injured, so he never made it. He now is the highest contract in the league with the Kia Tigers, interestingly enough. But um, between that, uh, a couple other players that I liked and whatnot, I, I wound up being a Downers fan, and they happened to win it all that year. And what I found out is a lot of people in America became a Downers fan because of their mascot, I think, something like that. I don't know, but like a lot of people in America are Dinos fans, so I kind of don't like the per- the perception that I either chose them because they won it all, or I chose uh-huh. them because of the mascot. I I straight up just gave every team a shot and I just picked them. Um, so I'm probably in that one person crowd compared to everyone else who chose it for the, for the other two reasons. But that was a magical season. The fact that we won our first ever championship in my first season, um, which is crazy. But yeah, um, that's pretty much how how we got into it. I was like, this is the next closest thing to the NPB. It's the third best league in the world. Um, they're they're getting better every year. There's only ten teams. Uh, two of them have just come in like the past decade. So they're they're definitely on the rise. Guys are starting to throw a hundred even. So um, yeah, there's a, a lot to follow now. But just two years or three years ago now, that's why I got into it. Um, just because they put it on ESPN and made it really easy to watch and, and easy to follow. Um, and it was it was a lot of fun. I met a lot of people through it. So now when you watch the games, the games are obviously broadcasted in Korean. Are they subtitled in English or no? I mean, uh, I'm going to say no. But to be fair, uh, if you're talking about the ones in ESPN, that was all the regular broadcasters. So the guys who do like Sunday Night Baseball and all that uh-huh. stuff, they were doing it. So they had all like the graphics in English, okay. commentators were in English. But if you're talking about like nowadays, um, no, um, to be honest, I'm probably like the only spot you can get English commentary, um, unless okay. there's some other person I don't know, but, um, to be, but I hate subtitles. Like I wouldn't turn it on, even if I can get it in English, I, w- I wouldn't do it. Okay. I don't like, I think it just like gets ain't the way, you know, I'd rather like listen to like the atmosphere at the game and listen to the commentators go crazy. Cause the Korean commentators are pretty good. I like them more than majority of the major league commentators. Interesting. Okay. Very cool. Um, so I got into baseball in 2018 and like 2020 was kind of the, the year that I like really got into baseball and like started learning about like all of the different teams and whatnot. So, um, that's funny that 20, like 2020 was my kind of like year to get 
into all of the baseball teams. So 2020 was the year for you to get into KBL. That's very cool. So now you said that there were 10, 10 teams in the KBO, but before we go into the 10 teams, can we kind of address like the quote unquote, like big differences between KBO and MLB? Now I know that there's, they play less games, 144 44. games. Okay. 144. Yeah. And it's, and it's similar to like AAA where they play six days a week and they're off on Mondays. Correct. I did not know that's a thing for AAA. That's interesting you said that. But uh, yes, they do do that. Okay. Um, off days are Monday. Um, occasionally, you might play if there's like a like a rain at the schedule on like the Monday. But pretty much, it's always Mondays are off. But for the most part, besides like number of games and like the scheduling, they're pretty similar, right? Like DH in both leagues. Or do they have? Uh, so there's only one league. There's okay. no. There's no. So there's no like American based. League, National League, or. Yeah, so I'll get into some of the big differences, including some of my favorite differences and some of my, I mean, I'll see if there's any that I don't like. But one thing I love is the salary cap. They they have a salary cap. I think that really helps make um, the spread of of teams much more fair. Uh, I'm not going to get into too much detail, but just for example, there's some teams that are really good that they've lost some players now because their team is really good and they can't keep up with holding so many big contracts. Um, that's why like the dinos lost Nasung Bum because he got a massive contract. So the dinos signed two star players instead of one superstar, gotcha. um, which has actually benefited them a lot of um, getting two stars instead of one superstar. So if Nasung Bum was healthy, cause he was injured, he, he, he was, he had like a 365 batting average with like a one point, like a 1,100 around there slugging. It was ridiculous. Um, he's insane. He, I, to me, he's like the Bryce Harper of the KBO, the lefty bat, the power bat. He's got a little like flow with his hair. Um, I think he's like the Bryce Harper, but who's a great player should be a Yankee. But that's uh, that's a, that's a, <laughs> another story as well. Um, <laughs> Brian Cashman didn't want him though. Come on now. Well, hopefully he'll get Jungle Lee, which we will talk about that later in the in this episode. But um, yeah, so uh, I like the I like the sour cap. It keeps teams more even. Um, um, it also makes uh, free agency a little more interesting, I think, because when you're kind of tight in the cap or for trades, um, you'll let one of the big name players go somewhere else. Um, another, another rule that I like is the three foreigner rule. I mean, it's like, you know, like the Phillies, their roster is dominantly American. But besides them, most of the teams are pretty much, what, 50% American, 50% others, which, you know, there's so many great players around the world and it's great to see this. But I personally enjoy this little feature that the KBO has where it's a lot of like domestic players help grow your league and whatnot. You know, I don't think the MLB would even ever consider it. I don't think it makes sense, but for the KBO, I think it's great. Um, so that's one thing I like. And then uh, my arguably my favorite rule difference is the playoff format. So here's how it works. If you are the best team in the regular season, you make it to the career series, which is the world series. So um, there's five teams out of the 10 who get in um, the five versus four is the wild card. And then you play three, two, one. So it's it's a it's a ladder system. So okay. it really it really promotes regular season. It really matters because if you're okay, in MLB, if you get in, you're just like okay, these last couple of games, I don't care anymore. But if so, you can still get from third to second, there's there's benefits. So you said the the team with the best record gets in. Do they get a buy? All or? the way into the okay. final. Oh, okay. So and then if you finish second, you're you're in the semis automatically oh, okay so if okay. you're if you're the fifth team you have to um you're you're down a ghost win so the four seed has a ghost win 
and it's a best of two. So if the four seed wins one game, oh, they okay, advance. Okay. 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 The five seed has to win both games. And I believe both games are on the road as well. Um, and then the if, the if the five seed wins, they play the four. If they win, they play the three. If they win, they play the two. If they win, they play the one. So um, I personally like that. It's called the ladder system. I personally like that more because it makes regular season uh, more worth it, in my opinion. It makes you want to watch the end. If you can jump up from fourth to fifth or third to second, whatever it is, I think it makes it more entertaining compared to I'm not getting first seed and I know I'm automatically in. There's no, there's, there's no, there's no reason to play anymore. These last couple of games. So I personally like that a lot. Interesting. Okay, that is that is cool. I, I kind of like that. I don't, I don't know if it would work here. You know, if you're a Braves fan listening, or if you're a Dodgers fan listening, you'd be like, yes, we love that system so, so much. Because, um, because I think, it, I think if you play 162 games, you're right. the best team. If you have the yep. best record, you know, I think that like the world's like the playoffs are fun, but to me. You're not the best team, in, uh, depending on World Series. I don't think that says it. I think the world. I think the best team is when you play hundred. When you play hundred sixty two games, you play every team or or whatever. You know what I mean? Majority right. of the teams. It's like I think that's the best team, not because you played the best of seven right. and one guy got injured or he had a cold streak or whatever. You know what I mean? Right. Diamondback fans and and Ranger fans right now are like shaking their fists at you right now, but that's that's okay. That's okay. Um. So then. If now is it a is it a best of five? Is it a best of seven? Is it a best of one? Like how how does that how does that? Uh, yeah, so that I believe go? that the first series is as I mentioned best of two. I believe the next two series are best of five, and then after that is best of seven. Okay, and who? So does the number one team get home field advantage all the time, or, or do they travel? Uh, like, no, so the way it works is it's uh, two home two away okay. no i think it's i it might be two home three away two home okay. or it's two it's either two two three or it's two three two gotcha so okay. i'm not sure but there is a chance i don't quite remember i mean i, I could pull it up if you want me to and like i can pull up in a second but um yeah um i can quickly double check if you want me to so i so we get the right information out sure. there real quick um, give me one moment. Okay. Well, I know another um, difference in in. So yeah, it's two, area. two, three. So okay. the one seed gets the final three games at home, oh, and the first two. Okay. So you okay. get five out of the seven at home. Which, once again, I like promoting home field advantage for yeah. doing well in the regular season. Um. So well, now another big difference though between KBO and MLB, everybody has a like a actual like walk-up song don't they that like that's their actual like song like personalized to them and like and stuff or am i am i thinking of a different are you are you, are you talking about the uh the uh, kbo here yeah so i if i understand what you're saying i think you're wearing a little bit wrong i think the mob has walk-up songs which no, is oh, they sorry. have their own music they have their own chants or something like that so each each player as their home fans have a personalized chant for them okay. with like their name and stuff. Okay. So I don't, I don't think they have walk-up songs. I could be wrong, but I guess their walk-up song is the personalized chant. Is the, is the chance. Yeah. That's what I meant. Yeah. So, so, so I, I actually enjoy the walk-up songs of certain players getting to like know them like a little bit more of what they like and what gets them hyped up there at bat. But it's also really cool to see, you know, when a te your, your team gets into it for his, 
that one player that the whole team loves and whatnot, and they have their own chance. So I think both ways are cool. Both ways are unique. So I like both. Okay, so each so each player has their own like personalized chance. Then is that is that yes? Um, okay. To be honest, I'm not positive if it, if every single player does, uh -huh. but I I would assume so. Oh, like uh, the main, assume. but main to be honest, players. but like to be honest, one of the biggest things about KBO is the whole chanting and whatnot. I'm not really too into it to be honest. So <laughs> See, that's probably like an L on my part because everyone's like, "Oh, I want to go to a game. I want to dance. I want to cheer." And I'm just like, I'm more so with accustomed to the MLB style, which is sitting in your seat, maybe jumping up for a home run. Like that's because I'm going to some games next year. Honestly, I'm kind of like a little bit nervous to go in like a full stadium that's packed and everyone's chanting and cheering. Oh, and jumping. yeah. And no, I'm you're, just like, you're, you're I don't know what's going on jump. here. You're going to have to chant so. and jump. It's 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 a it's a rule. I don't think it's a rule, but I think I think there will. <laughs> There will be there will be eyes looking at you. If I'm going to have not. to get some of my friends to help me out and get me a little pregame going of like, there you go. how do I, what's the chat? How do I do it? I, I got to fit in. Just like one thing of soju and I, and you'll be good. Okay. Just, but just remember <laughs> soju is very, very strong. Okay. Like don't, don't think that you can like man up and be like, oh, I'm going to drink this. No, 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 don't, don't do it. Don't do it. I'll definitely just, have to uh, try some okay. next year. Um, so, but they, they do have. The atmosphere is, like you said, a, a, a wee bit different than MLB games. There, it's a lot more raucous. It's a lot more, for me personally, I, I've been I feel like it's like more college exciting. football. Okay, lots, lots of standing, lots of cheering, um, lots of noisemakers. You know, I, I want to almost say it's like, um, like Dominican, like Lidom. It's more. It's a little bit more, um, entertaining. It's not as subdued as as like MLB ball. And MLB ball, MLB uh, games and whatnot, except, you know, playoffs are always going to be playoffs. But when I've seen some of the KBO games, they have been a little bit more like I've gotten into it a little bit more just because they are a little bit more exciting. And when I first got into baseball, I was like, oh, my God, this is the most boring thing in the entire world. And I don't. Mm. How does anybody watch this? And so for there's a long time where my husband was trying to get me into baseball and I was like, I, I would I would rather watch paint dry like no thank you mm -mm, nope and so but I feel like if maybe I started like with KBO I'd be like hey this is this is kind of exciting and then you know gotten into it but now now I'm all into it so it's it's okay but um another another difference that I like researching this found was that there is a limit on innings like it it's it's not a play play as long as you go there's there's a twelve oh. inning limit in the regular oh, yeah, yeah. season right. And then I could uh, be wrong, but I think that may have been introduced with the COVID year. I that think might have been I, when it came about. I think when I looked, it was in, I think they said it was in 2015. Let me, let me Maybe see. Maybe something like that. But me, I think part of the reason is because, um, you know, it's much easier because, you know, in MOB, you have like single, at double, you have, you have like over like a hundred players in your on your roster essentially where if you're playing a bunch of innings and someone gets injured or can't pitch the next couple of days because they've thrown a lot whatever it's easier to recoup and call someone else up you know um, but in the kbo um, rosters are smaller in terms of there's only like a futures team you don't have a bunch of minor league teams to call up extra guys so i think that's why like for example in free agency there's roughly like 20 like 30 players 
efficiency. Like it's very small. MOB has oh. like like a hundred. Right. Of course, there's three times there's three times as many teams. There's thirty there's thirty teams whatever in the MOB and only ten in the KBO. But you know what I mean? Um, and more guys are coming from other leagues. So it's much easier if you play extra innings to just send over like our lead pitcher down now and bring him up a couple of days later. But in the KBO, you don't quite have that, which is why the league is known as a quote unquote triple A level league. It's because the bottom part of it is holding it down because you don't have the depth. You know what I mean? You just don't have the depth because we're signing guys in the MLB from all over the world. I mean, if you look at like half of the prospects, I mean, they're probably from like DR, Venezuela, all those countries. The right. KBO, they they don't have that. I know that in Japan, they even have a farm system thing where you can sign international players that don't count towards your three. And I heard a rumor that the KBO may introduce that, where, the, where you can sign like one player um, that's like um, international who's like a youth player. I heard they, that they're in talks to, to um, implement that, which would be cool. Um but yeah, it won't count towards your three foreigners. You just can't play until you call them up. Um, Interesting. But I think that's why they introduced it um, because there's just a lack of depth. So you can't just like bring a guy down and bring like another guy up. He the the level isn't the depth isn't there. Very cool. I this is like all mind blowing to me. So my I'm trying to like process what you're what you're saying as as I'm thinking of like new, the, the next question and my brain's like, I'm sorry, we're going to overload here. We don't, we don't even know what you want us to do right now. So um, I know that, I know that in like Japan, you, uh, there's more uh, money be- being played around in Japan. Um, uh-huh. And you have, I know teams that have like five plus guys that are like uh, international that are just in like the U team, whatever, that aren't allowed to come up until you activate them. But they sign like 18 year olds, just like the MLB does um, and whatnot. Um, like Oscar Colas, who's with the who's with the White Sox. He was actually a two-way player when he signed in Japan, and he was two-way. But then he, that's a that's a whole episode too. How he left his contract, and you know he left Cuba, left his contract in Japan. A lot of sketchy stuff, if you will. But whatever, he's here now in the majors. But anyways, um, the KBO, you don't you don't have that. You have your three foreigners, and that's it. Um, but what they are introducing, as we're on this topic, real quick for next season, which this is great. Um, in instances where your foreign player gets injured, you could put him on a foreign player IL, um, oh. and then you can sign a new guy, um, which they never had that. So teams would just cut the foreigner if he was injured for X amount of time because foreigners are a big part of your team. So now you could say, oh, this guy's a good player. I don't want to cut him. Let me put him on the foreign IL, sign a new guy. Um, now, the level of player you're going to sign, quite frankly, it won't be a big name player because – there's the salary cap, first of all. Uh, mm. Second of all, because um, the rule is it's like a six-week thing or something. So once the guy's back from the IL, you have to make a decision. Either you cut the guy you just signed or you cut that guy. Oh. So basically, the type of players that are likely going to go, in theory, I, I'm hoping, are like younger players that are like, hey, I can try to prove myself here for a couple of weeks to earn myself with a different KBO team slash proving myself elsewhere where, hey, I pitched at a big league. You know what I mean? For six weeks, whatever, and I proved myself. The only issue is it's going to be hard to find someone who wants to uproot their life for like six weeks. Right. So that's where I'm thinking they might find a prospect who wants to come forward and say, hey, I want to play every day, every five days. I I want to pitch with some, you know, a level of, hey, I know I'm going out every five days, a level of I have to perform because I'm I'm a foreigner, you know? Right. If he was just someone in the majors, 
he might pitch that one game and you don't know where you're going in five days later. You know what right. I mean? And sometimes people need that, that routine of knowing I'm being, I'm being relied on. I'm getting the bump every five days. And there's a, a level to that, you know? So who knows, but like Eric Fetty, maybe that's one thing that helped him knowing every five days I'm being relied on heavily. Everyone's cheering for him in the majors. He might get booed a lot. I mean, I, I don't know. I don't follow the nationals, but you know what I mean? There's a lot of different factors. Um, right. One instance is this guy named Perlaza. He just signed. He's a new player for the Hanwha Eagles, as we've talked about before here. He's 25 years old. He's the youngest foreigner in the league at 25. He was with the Chicago Cubs, and he was in their AAA. He was really good, um, and they let him go with uh, a level of respect because this is where he wanted to go. Uh, mm-hmm. But they didn't want to. But they didn't want to let go of him. Um, he was he was going to get called. He was like close to getting called up, but they didn't have enough room for him at his position. Um, he, he's not really known for his defense. He's more of a, a bat. So they're like, we don't really have a spot for you, but, um, he's highly rated. I uh, saw so a lot of Cubs fans were adding me when I posted it saying that's like a big loss for them. And they're all excited to see what he can do, but he's the youngest foreigner in the league. A lot of potential. This guy, uh, if he plays well for two to three years, he would definitely go back to the majors and get himself a nice deal. So, uh, that, that, that that's a new trend we might see is get younger guys in the KBO with higher potential. Interesting. So, uh, like a DH type, or does he actually have a so spot? He plays infield and outfield. He actually plays like four or five positions, um, but he's not known for being great at any of them necessarily. He might be like average or like slightly below, but he gets moved around. He can play like, I think it's like second base, corner outfield, some stuff like that. So he'll probably get moved around. I know that, I know that the Eagles have a lot of guys that could play like first base, right field, third base, first base, second and center. The Eagles have a lot of flexible guys. They're probably like the team that has the most flexibility, which that's probably one thing that they liked about Perlaza is knowing he can play multiple positions. Um, he definitely won't be DHing all the time. I, I think he'll play a lot of the time in the field. But, um, you know, I'm excited to see what he can do. I think he has the most potential out of any foreigner. Um, and, he, and he has the potential to change history, really, because, like I said, he's the, he's the, he's the youngest foreigner. If he right. plays well, more teams are going to give these guys chances that are younger. So this is history changing potentially, in my opinion. Interesting. Very cool. Okay. So now, um, can you can you tell us the the ten teams that um, that are over there? And FYI, guys, this obviously is not going to be you know like a six hour long episode. So we're going to just give a very brief overview of these teams. If you are more interested in any of these teams, um, Adolfo, feel free to. Um, to uh, tell us about the channel that you guys that you run as well, because that's part of why we're here. If you guys are interested, follow um, follow Adelfer on Twitter and whatnot, and you will learn all of the things. So again, this is just like a brief teaser, just so everybody. So um, I will say that as we've just got into this, um, I'm doing a KBO TV show once a week, Friday nights for half an hour at 10 p.m. Eastern time, 7 p.m. PST. Um, maybe half an hour once a week. We're going to go into all the teams, the offseason trades, signings, foreign players, um, players coming to the major leagues, all that good stuff. Um, this week, we're going to talk about the Kium Heres, which is one of the 10 teams. Um, they have Lee Jung Ho coming to the majors, who most of you guys who are listening probably might know. Um, so we'll get into that um, in more depth, as well as future guys who may come and past guys like Kim Ha Song. Um, so I think there's an interesting trend, if you will, that Kim Ha Song played for the heroes. So does Lee, and so does the next most likely guy coming to the majors. So interesting that the heroes um, who finished in last place and are broke, have no money, somehow find a way to produce three major league level talents, all at like age 25-ish, that are all 
really good players. So um, I actually got to see Kim play in his was it his, I don't remember if it was his first or second season, but um, I got to see them. I went to an away Padres game and I was sitting on like the first base side, which is like the home team. And like the last couple of innings, I moved over to like the third base side. It was like it was like an empty game. And um, it was really cool because they were all chanting like Ha Song Kim whenever yeah. he was on at base or whatever. Um, and I was like, this is cool to sit with all like the Padres fans. I was just, I was coming as like a neutralist just to watch Kim and whatnot. Um, but that was cool. But um, yeah, so. Um, if you guys want to learn about some of the teams, some players, all that good stuff, um, I mean, yeah, you can just check out the Twitter and it'll all be posted there. You can find it there. But, yeah, the 10 teams are the Heroes, um, the Kium Heroes, the Samsung Lions, the Kia Tigers, the Lotte Giants, the Hanwha Eagles, the NC Dinos, the KT Wiz, the SSG Landers, the LG Twins, and who's the one team I'm forgetting? Who's the one team that I'm forgetting? Um, I couldn't tell. Oh, uh, the Doosan Bears. The Doosan oh. Bears is the 10th team. I was like, I don't know. I was uh, like, I know that there's one more, but yeah, it's the Doosan Bears. They are the 10th team. Um, Korea is not as big as the US, obviously. obviously. I don't think anyone <laughs> needed to uh, hear that. So, uh, two of the teams are within the past couple of decades, like the past decade, there's been two new teams. So, we'll see if in the future they wind up having more teams. Um, there's potentially two new stadiums being built that are going to be state-of-the-art, including the Hanwha Eagles. I know that there may be a person on the left of me on the screen who may be interested in following the Hanwha Eagles. Um, so I, I don't know why. It's so, not, definitely for not the color or anything. So, so as mentioned, um, there's a flamethrower who throws about 100. First overall pick in the draft a couple years back. He is 20 years old. He just won Rookie of the Year. Uh, their number two prospect also throws about 100. They just had a lefty who's the number one pick in the draft this year. Um, this is a really bad team who's now on the come up. Um, they finally got out of last place, which is a big step. They signed a big plan for agency. So they're definitely on the come up now. But um, they have like five guys on the top uh, and the, in the top 50 um, on the KBO prospects uh, site. Um, and so their rotation has the potential to have like three, like number one picks and like one, like number two overall pick like something ridiculous, wow. like that's how bad they've been. Um, but their their rotation is scary. And this lefty throws like around like 95 and he's like 18, which so wow. he could definitely get that a bit higher. And for a lefty, lefties don't usually throw as harder. Um, I think this guy's potential is really high. Um, it's going to be hard to hit him probably. We'll see. So, so you're telling me the Hanwha Eagles are like the Baltimore Orioles. They've sucked for a long time and now they're finally good because they've got a Except a I guess of... you can convert their the two teams' issues, which the the Orioles have too many batters and need some yeah. strong pitchers, and then it's vice versa for this. Okay. So the, so the Hanwha Eagles then have a really good pitching staff and not so many bats. That's what you're telling Correct. me. Okay. But they probably have what are known as the two pillars of Team Korea, which is Moondong Ju, who throws 100, and they have Rosie Huan, who's their third baseman. Uh, he's like the biggest slugger in the KBO. Excuse me. Uh, and he bats like around 300, too. He's around that 25 ish mark, as most of uh, the top young players are. But um, he had a crazy year. I believe he finished second in MVP, I think, which is crazy because the team finished like ninth place. So, like, that's how good his season was. Wow. Um, but yeah, so um, they have what is likely like the two biggest pillars that are going to dictate um, Team Korea. They have their cleanup hitter and they have their ace, most likely, as long as both of the two develop at this pace for 2026. 
that's definitely gonna be the case. I know next year I'm getting a Moondong Jew jersey. Um, that is that is that is my guy. Big 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 fan of him. So I'm definitely getting a jersey. He wears number one for those interested. Easy to follow. Okay. Not the sun, but the moon. It wears number one. So I think that's easy to remember. That yeah. Okay, so now tell me. Okay, so you so the Eagles. Well, you said the heroes were the worst team. Are they still the worst team? So yes. Yeah, so they finished in tenth place. Uh, okay. But both of them, two teams, have the two top prospect, or the two best farm systems, the, the top two farm systems. So okay. they're definitely on the come up, though. Uh, seems like the heroes' rebuild won't be too long. Like the Eagles have already went through it; they're pretty much like done with like the rebuild is almost done. Uh, the heroes' rebuild is much much shorter. They're only back for like maybe two or three years. Um, but yeah, we'll see. But you know, their their um, ace just not only got injured, but he's going away to military. So it kind of works out where he's got to rehab while he's in military. So either way, he's missing time. So he got to like get out of the way, if you will. Um, I'm not going to speak too much about this because I'm going to speak all about this on the preview. Um, he's a He had some controversy. He cannot play for the national team. Um, so I'll speak about that as we go into that. I'm not going to give too much of the preview because I've, I was I already have that planned for Friday. Oh, so yeah, if no, anyone no. wants to learn about the heroes, that's where you want to be. But yeah. Yeah, definitely. If you like I said, guys, if you are if you are interested in any of this, which I know I am, um, go go check it out. I caught the tail end of it last um, last week. And if you are not able to to be there live, um, you are able to watch it later on. Um, and there are maybe some plans to put it on YouTube. Yes. Maybe. Kind of, hopefully, yes. No, okay. Um, I, okay, I think it'll be up on there. I'm going to probably purposely post it late so that way people come, come. To, the, to, like, the live well, stream. Definitely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So um, I have the video uh, pretty much edited. It's not okay. really much of an edit. I'm, I'm pretty much putting exactly what I have up there. Just cut it shorter a little bit, and that'll pretty much be it. Um, but the VODs are directly on the, the streaming site. So okay. if, you're, if you're on kick.com um, slash Adelfer, it's right there. The VODs are always there, too. So um, those will be up on there. So yeah, but it probably will be on YouTube eventually. Okay. Just so, it, it'll be it'll it'll be it'll be at random times late. <laughs> that hey, that is okay. Like I said, I've I've got I've got twin um eight-year-old girls, and sometimes the schedule doesn't allow me to be there. And so, but you know, I don't want to miss the content. So I I wanna I wanna be there, just you know, sometimes I can't. So um, but definitely go follow him. So let's skip back to like the team. So you said that the Hanway Eagles and the Heroes were like the worst two teams. So who who's like the best team? Well, the best team is the uh, LG Twins. They just won it all. They were the best in the regular season and okay. in the Korea series. Um, they actually won the Korea series without their best foreign pitcher. Uh, he's one of the best pitchers in the league, um, Adam Pluko. He had like a two and a half ish ERA, com- um, season one and season two. Um, there were rumors. Oh, was he? not pitching because he wants to just stay healthy and go back to the majors and get himself a good contract or what. Um, I believe he did wind up having surgery, which kind of took away the rumors and whatnot, but there was some controversy between that, but um, there was a little bit of um, weird ill, if you will, between the Uh fan base and the pitcher. But um, overall I saw him posting a lot of stuff um, when the team won it all, he was congratulating them, posting a lot of stuff about that. It seemed like he was happy for them and whatnot. It seemed like it was genuine. So, you know, um, there's always that sec- that speculation about, oh, should I stay healthy and go back to the majors and all that stuff? Where right. that's gonna that, that's just part of that, what happens. Just 
more money in the majors. Um, the salary cap for foreigners is like one mil per per foreigner. It's like really low. Um, because if you sign someone to a bad contract, you're pretty much screwed then. Yeah. And the KBO doesn't have enough assets regarding money like the majors to mm-hmm. just recuperate and get rid of guys. So they try to prevent that by making it lower. But the way it works is you get one-year contracts automatically. You can't sign multi-year deals um, for foreigners. Oh. Um, and each year you're in there, you, your maximum is, is, is larger. So it does promote if you do come back year two, three, whatever, your maximum is higher. So you can pay a guy more money now um, as they yeah. stay for each year. But, uh, yeah, the uh, LG Twins have the best lineup in the league. Um, we will talk about a big trade they made with the QM Heroes, so that will be on the show as well. Um, KBO, there's not usually a whole lot of trade because there's only 10 teams. So in some ways, they're all rivals in, in some ways because right. you play them all so often in some ways. So um, it's not too often that you see trades, but given his contract, given they don't have money, given they're on a rebuild, uh, the Twins, and they lost their 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 foreign pitcher they went at. They got a domestic pitcher, gave up a, a, a huge haul for that, which we will discuss that. But, yes, the um, LG Twins, their lineup is kind of like the Braves. It's not in some ways it's – different you know the braves have some like the best power hitters in the league you know what i mean but there's just like one through nine it feels like their ninth hitter just like just as good as like their one hitter and no matter what they just go through everyone their lineup is just ridiculous everyone plays they can put in a random guy he'll just show up and play well so it's even the, even the depth the depth bats are are, are good uh, yeah, but I mean, even what amazes me is uh, their uh, relief pitching. So they are okay. the KBO is known for having bad defense and bad relief pitching. Those are like the two bad things, just bullpen. Um, and the LG Twins are the best bullpen. Uh, their closer is heading to the majors, and he's actually um, Lee Jung Ho's brother-in-law. Oh, Interesting. Okay. And they're both coming to the majors. So there's rumors that they may purposely try to sign with like the same team, like the whole family kind of be oh. together. Okay. Um, in an in an alternative universe, potentially one's a Yankee, one's a Met, and they could all live in New York together <laughs> when they're on different teams or something and like that. So that's um, is that uh, Usuk Go? Is that that? Yes. Yes. Okay. Yep. He throws about um ninety five on average, but he could top upper nineties, ninety seven plus. Um, so his velo is not like an issue at all. He has nasty movement. Um, he could probably still get up his velo on like another tick or two if he really worked on it, but. Uh, yeah, he could touch like 97, 98 around there. He's touched 99 before, I'm pretty sure. But um, yeah, so um, I, I I like him a lot. He's coming off in an uh, injury plague season. He had like three something near Ray, which was for him awful. He's usually like a like a very low two guy. Um, but yeah, um, he's he's really really good. Um, and what I what I've heard about some people is what they say is the KBO has a lot of pitchers. The issue is that mm-hmm. the velo's not there. So for right. guys that have velo, they will transit to the majors because these are pitchers. They know how to pitch. The difference is, can they throw hard enough? Um, right. And someone like him who could, he could be really tough to hit because he has all the movement. He knows how to pitch accuracy, all that stuff. And he has the velo. So I've heard that's what makes like the difference. If you if you have velo and you come from Japan or Korea, you're usually mm-hmm. really good in the majors because they're not just throwers, they're pitchers. Gotcha. But now he's not a free agent though, correct? He's So he's going to be posted by the Twins. And if I read correctly, the deal was if the Twins didn't like the deal that whatever MLB team offered, correct. They're gonna, that they were just gonna him. keep them, correct. So what? So how long? How long can? How long does the, the window player is thirty have days? No, how long does a player have to stay in the the KBO in order to leave as a free agent? Um, 
think it's seven seasons. Seven seasons. I think it's okay. seven seasons. So if so, then if before the seven seasons, the team has to agree to be to be yes agree for them to be posted, and then yes. Yeah, so then... what I what I found out is about uh, Guzuk is that he's supposed to come out next year, and it kind of shocked a lot of people. No, no one really knew he was coming out this year. It uh-huh. was kind of like last minute, and the reason is there was something I don't know if it was in his contract or it's a new rule or whatnot, but he used his time with the national team to add time onto his contract, which made his service time larger than it really is, which is how he's able to get out this season. So no one really knew that. Um, So yes, he has a, he has his contract is not quite up yet and he's supposed to get posted next season, but he's getting posted this off season on like short notice because of that. Uh, Pretty much just how it came up out of nowhere, whatever major league club or clubs um, said to the major league office or can we, um, could we get like the information on goo then um the question was does goo want to go and he said yes i want to go the here the question is will the heroes post him um and they were talking about this and they said uh he could use his national team time to boost his thing to make sure he gets the seven years so that way so, so that way he could come over um and then once they did that the question was will the heroes let him uh or not the heroes will the twins let him um and the twins um out of kind of like reluctantly, but out of respect because they just want it all. Um, and he's been a great part of their of their team and whatnot. They said, mm-hmm. like, this is a big move for you. But they said, if we don't get a good offer back for us, we're right. not going to let you go. So yeah. if it's good for both sides, then that's they'll, fine. They'll allow it. So um, the posting fee is like 20% of the the offer or what? 20% of the I think it's like contract. I think it's like 20% up yeah. to a certain point, And then it's like 17 and a half. Up to a certain point, that's like fifteen. I don't, I don't know, but okay. there's like, it's like as it gets larger, they uh-huh. take smaller percentages away. Huh. you would think you'd be well. Off it's off well, it. it's because if if it's ten mil and then you get twenty percent, that's okay. Two mil, and then if you get a hundred mil and that's fifteen percent, you're making more. Right. Okay. So yeah, that's that kind sense. of how. Yeah. So e- either way, so that's just how it is. But yeah. All right. Um, okay, so those are the those are two of the players. Is there any is there anybody else that is coming over or being uh, not posted? this season, but in the future? Um, Kim Hysong. Uh-huh. Funny, funny backstory between him. I used to call him the Walmart um Hasong Kim because his name is Kim Hasong, Kim Hysong. They were uh-huh. teammates, um, and they played second and short. So usually shortstop is better than second. Usually um, you know what I mean? So I was like, he's like, he's like the Walmart version of him. But ever since I've said that he has completely went crazy. And now he's one of the best players in the league. He won a gold glove award, but his bat plays as well. He, um, I don't know what his batting average was, um, but it was like 300 something. He's one of the fastest players in the league. So he could steal bags like crazy. And his, he won the gold glove. So he's a great player. The only, the only, the only thing he's missing is power. But besides that, he has everything else. Um, I've rumored, uh, I've heard rumors. He might head to Japan. Um, but he could definitely come to the major leagues as well. Um, but he is not Walmart anymore. Um, he has definitely worked his way up to get some respect. So, um, that's how I kind of put his name out there to let people who, who we were talking KBO with kind of get to know a new player. I said, he's the Walmart version, but we can't use that narrative anymore because, uh, he's one of the best players in the league now. And he's a young player himself. He's like 24 is around there, but, um, Credit to the heroes for somehow being broke and also producing three level of major leaguers. Um, 
Yeah. I could be wrong, but I remember um, a former Korean, Jung Kong. I think he might used to play for the Heroes too, so that might be number four. Um, he had his own weird stuff where he got he got out of the league because of like DUIs and weird stuff like that. Mm-hmm. But um, but yes, and oh, actually, the Heroes um, tried to sign him after he got out of the MOV, um, and he got banned oh. from like the KBO for like a one or two year thing. So it hasn't started until he signs. So if a team signs him, he's essentially has to, he's like a suspension for like at least the season. And the heroes almost signed him like age like 36 or something like that, which wow. it was like, is it even like worth it? Like he's sure he might have something left in the tank, but he had to play in a couple of years and whatnot. He was a great player when he played in the majors. He was with the pirates. He was a great player, but all three of issues got to him. Interesting. So um, then the players that have come over have, I was going to say are, we're a little bit more scrappy. Um, but, you know, then there's like G-Man Choi, who is definitely not scrappy. So, <laughs> like, that just takes that narrative right away. Um, the the players that have come over here have How been... How about um, Young Jin Ryu? Also not scrappy. Who, who by the way, um, I'm going to call it right now, 2025 season, he'll be pitching for the Hanway Eagles. Really? So he's going to go back then? That is that is my prediction. I could be wrong, but I think he'll sign a one-year deal somewhere and then, he'll, and then he'll head home and go to the Eagles. So once again, another potential ploy for um, Eagles new or old fans of why you might be excited to see the number one prospect in the league who throws gas. And then Hyunjin Ryu, who I like a lot. He's, he's a tremendous pitcher. It's unfortunate he could have pitched in the WBC. He would have really helped out. Team Korea a lot, really give them that extra edge of another big time starter, but he was injured. Well, I mean, like, you know, now you said that you you watched Hassan Kim, um, you know, f- like the first season that he was there in the Padres, that they, the fans all chanted his name. They still do that. And it's like one of my mm-hmm. favorite things ever. And so, mm-hmm. uh, like, I will watch Padres games, like, strictly for like watching like Hassan Kim. Yeah. And then, um, I did watch some Pirates games because of Jiwon Bay. So, you know, oh, he, obviously. He's, oh, he, um, I'm not sure if you know, he also, he's not officially, but the rumor is he won't be allowed to play for the national team. Um, he's had uh, something going on, I think, from high school that might have been, I don't know what level of domestic violence. So oh. there was something. I don't know if it's confirmed, but there's, I mean, I don't know what the deal is exactly, but I think something with DV um, and the rumor is the national team won't let him play. Well, He's not officially banned, but something around that. I don't, I, I'm not going to it because I don't, I'm not too familiar with it, but um, yeah, but whatever the case is in terms of baseball aspect, he is a great player. I like following his baseball, um, but yeah. Well, yeah, but now I have to not like him because I have, I have a, uh, I have a whole thing about not, liking douchebag you baseball can, players you okay? can do your you can do your uh, research on that see what level and what actually happened i'm not okay. gonna well so then you know. i'm gonna but I there are some other know. guys in the majors or i should say in the minors that are from korea um on my website i ranked the uh, draft prospects and the guy who would have been the number one pick to the eagles is now a los angeles dodger which says a lot because we all know Ooh. the dodgers this guy throws 100 um his name is jang hyun Seok, and he is filthy um, I mean, the fact he made it to the Dodgers says a, a decent amount. Yeah. Um, excuse me. Um, and um, another guy, Choi Wan Bin, 
I believe his name is. Um, he's um, he is with the um, Cardinals, the, the uh, St. Louis Cardinals. Um, and I like his game a lot. He also so there's actually been a couple guys. An, an, another guy with the Pirates, John Shook Sim, who I've actually contacted before. Nice guy. Um, what's it called? Um, so there's been a couple guys that have rumored left to go to the MLB on purpose just to not be drafted by the Eagles. Oh no! Because of how bad they are. So they have missed out on Chowan Ben, superstar outfielder he would have been, as well as John Shukshim. Um, so there's a lot of stuff like that in these past couple of years where guys have left to avoid being Eagles. Wow. Now, that's not the full story because obviously going to the majors is cool, getting some money, all this. Right. But So now they can so, – so people can choose from like when they turn 18, I guess, to – to just get drafted just to go to the MLB draft as opposed to playing in the KBO in no, so, so they don't go to the draft. They have their own. Um, there's a, in the MLB, they have their own um, international signing. It, it, thing. Okay. Okay. Oh, yes, so they so, would have to use international money then to sign. The, correct. International okay. bonus pool money. Gotcha. Okay. All right. See, we don't, I, as an Astros fan, we don't know anything about the, the Asian market over there. Cause we're, we're signing like Cubans. That's, yeah, that's all, you that's guys have like a lot of here. Cubans. Yeah, Wait, that's 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 what we do over here. Cubans you, and you know that um Jordan Alvarez you used to be a Dodger. Yes, yes, we we appreciate the Dodgers and Josh Fields just oh so much. I so much. I, I definitely remember that. That is interesting. I mean, I I followed you uh your Don first when he got signed by the Dodgers. I was like, this kid's gonna be good. I liked him a lot, and then he got traded. I was like, like for Josh Fields, I'm like, is this something else? I'm like, like is this who I'm thinking of? I'm like, and then I went, I went, I went like a year or two thinking of as if it, as if it wasn't him because I was like, there's no way that we do that trade. So yeah. I just assumed it was someone else. And then I was like, wait a minute, this is this is this is actually him. So I I want to say that there was a story that um, when um, Jeff Lunau went and made that trade, um, the, that the whoever he was talking to from the Dodgers was thinking that it was a different Alvarez. Like he had the different Alvarez's like mixed up in his head. So whatever Alvarez he had mixed up in his head was not Jordan. Like he wanted to keep Jordan and give us the other he Alvarez. He traded the wrong guy. I, I, I want to say that that was, that was the story. Um, Don't quote me on that because it's that I don't think that's like the that's quote unquote, crazy, official story, though. but like from a friend, from a friend, like that's, that was what was. And I was like, that's wow. That's, that would be uh that would be a big oops. That would be a big miss for the Dodgers. But yeah, no, we, um, as a, as, as an Jordan Alvarez fan, we, we thank the Dodgers every single day for that, that trade. So, but, um, this is running a little bit long and I'm so sorry for, for keeping you, um, if you guys are interested in any more of the KBO stuff, I know I will, I'm going to try my best to be there on, on Friday to, to watch it live. But if, um, if you don't have any plans Friday night, definitely go into and follow, um, Odelfer on Twitter. It will always be Twitter cause I'm old and I will never call it X. So, um, go follow him on Twitter. And so then you can follow him on all of his links there. All of those links will be in the episode description below as well. And um, I, I, you know, I am looking forward to following and figuring out which team I want. You know, I'm like, I think it's going to be the Hanway Eagles just because orange is my favorite color. But well, episode one is still there. 
episode one is still there the vod as well uh the last episode episode 17 will also be the same as episode one with some updates to it it'll be choosing your team part two for the new people that missed episode one slash that didn't know about the series until like later on so the first and last episode will purposely be choosing your team so that way if you if you didn't choose it yet and you're like i still want to see some teams you can wait all the way to 17 you can choose it whenever you want really but um, episode one still up there as well if you want to just run that back but okay. the eagles might suit you well i know they're, they're a fun of upcoming team i i'm i'm gonna go i'm gonna go look and see if if that's if that's gonna be my team i, I think it is but we'll we'll see so besides um the twitter can you tell us where else the the people can find you um let me think well i mean I mean, all my Slack Delphi. So if you Google down like YouTube, TikTok, I mean, really, like really anything, it'll all, it'll all be there. Um, and then uh, for the link to watch the uh, live stream, that'll be kick.com. So if you show kick.com and then you search for Delphi, it'll be there. Uh, the VOD will be there. You can watch episode one and episode two will be there Friday night. Perfect. Perfect. Okay. And again, I will drop that link um, in the episode description as well. Um, and with that, we appreciate giving thank you so much for, ha- for having me on the channel yeah i'm i'm gonna have to have you back after like after i choose my team and be like okay guys this is and then it'll just be like a whole campaign for probably the hanway eagles so, getting all of america to be on the yeah. eagles bandwagon yes i'm gonna be like hey astros fans here let's go like hanway eagles that's that's just gotta stay orange and black you know yes yeah um so okay uh, with that, um, we are going to say goodbye. So don't forget to give us a five-star rating. Really only five stars because anything else is just kind of crappy, guys. Come on now. Like five stars. Let's let's do this. Uh, written review. Hit that subscribe button on uh, YouTube and tell a friend to tell a friend. All right. Uh, with that, we will say goodbye. And yay, baseball. I'm gonna Take hit care, everyone. Maybe I'm going to hit end